0: aan jou met die complimenten van Radio Kaapse Kansel 729 AM. Ons
1: Time to hang out with Wendy Christians. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Good morning Wendy. Hope you are well.
0: Good morning Brad. I am and you?
1: I'm alright. I'm a bit croaky but otherwise good. So today, oh, today we get to talk, the season. I guess that's exactly right, isn't it? Um We started off last week talking about chronological versus biological age. For those who missed the chat, could you give us a little bit of a rundown into what those two things are in particular?
0: Sure. So the chronological age refers to our actual age, which is, you know, there's not really a lot we can do about that is just what happens as we get older every single year. But our biological age is dependent on the health of our cells and our DNA. And so we have a lot more control over that um, aspect of our age than we do our chronological age.
1: Yeah, last week we were talking about what causes deterioration of our cells and our DNA. And we also looked at the things that make us age quicker. Um, maybe we could quickly run through that before we get uh, into uh, into the 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 uh, five different areas in the world, those blue zones we started chatting about. Maybe we can just quickly run through those deterioration factors.
0: Sure. So the things that can cause our um, DNA and our cells to deteriorate more quickly or influence our cells and our DNA would be our diet, our lifestyle choices, our genetics obviously play a role there too, the health of the gut microbiome, so that's the, the health of your digestive system, how we manage stress, um, our sleep quality, our exposure to toxins and pollutants, and how we move our bodies. Mm.
1: Yeah, so these are the things that can cause deterioration of our cells, and these are the things we need to keep an eye on. But you told us last week, and, and I, I love this, I saw there's actually quite, uh, quite a lot online where you can actually see these places, these blue zones, Wendy, which I found quite fascinating. There are quite a few documentaries available that you can go and watch to tell you more about these blue zones.
0: Yeah it's very very interesting and um absolutely fascinating but yes there's lots of information available on on these blue zones and they've been studying them for quite some time to see what is different about the lifestyles of these people that they are managing to live good quality lives for for you know much longer than the average person.
1: Well let's find out what some of those things are Wendy because to live 100 or more I mean you're doing well uh, to There must be something you're doing right to be able to get to a ripe old age and so much so that people are taking notice. So, let's chat about that quickly.
0: Okay. So, one of the first things they do is they move naturally. So, exercise forms part of their daily lives. They actively participate in housework and gardening and physical activity. And several of them will ride bicycles or walk rather than going by car or using any other form of transport.
1: Mm. Yeah, Wendy, I was uh, reading up yesterday about... Uh, what in terms of your general health, how many hours we sit every day. And even if you go and spend an hour of constructive exercise, if you sit for an X amount of time every day, you're considered to be a couch potato. You live a sedentary lifestyle. And I just noticed how That's many nice. of us just don't move in the day. We don't even stand up. We just sit all day long, sit in the car. We might go and gym and exercise or, or t- do something for an hour, but then we just sit on the couch, sit in the car, sit at the desk at home. We do a lot of sitting.
0: We absolutely do. So, you know, we find that most of the day, especially if you have a desk bound job, you you do sit all day. And with the volumes of work that we tend to do these days, there's not really much time to get up and move around. Um, And, you know, as you say, you know, you sit while you're doing that, then you go and sit and have lunch, and then you (laughs) sit while you're driving home. So you are constantly in a sitting position. And I don't think our bodies were designed to sit all day long.
1: Exactly, which is why those who are moving more naturally and more regularly are, are, are living to be a ripe old age, but it's more than just moving. There's also some things here that are psychological.
0: Yes, there are several psychological factors. Um, so first of all, they have purpose. Um, and so everybody is committed to a higher purpose goal or ideal. And I think that's quite a valuable point because if you don't have a purpose, mm. there's nothing to drive you. There's nothing to look forward to. And there's nothing for you to... You know to to aspire to, and so I think that's such a valuable thing for us for health you know you don't sometimes we don't even connect the two, yeah. but it's very, very important to consider the mind and the spiritual and the uh, emotional well being as well as our physical well being
1: and that's around managing stress as well wendy
0: so managing stress is very important, so that's what they do they manage stress well. So, whatever it is, you know, they obviously have different uh, religious affiliations. So, it might be prayer, it might be tribal celebrations or social celebrations. Uh, they might take naps. Um, but they all have specific ways that they de-stress. And they do that regularly. It's not just um, sporadic.
1: Mm. Um, um, I've heard this said before. I know I have a family member They say they have their biggest meal at lunchtime. Um, this seems to work for some people. Um, and it seems to work very well for those in the blue zone.
0: Yes, that's a, another common thing. Is that they tend to have their last meal of the day early, and they eat their biggest meal at lunchtime. So in the middle of the day, they, you know, often, they often they do a lot more physical work than we do. So they have their their break in the middle of the day. They have their meal. They might have their little siesta afterwards, but generally at night time they have or early evening a light snack, and then they don't eat anything again until the morning.
1: What's the benefit of that, Wendy?
0: Well, first of all, your food can digest. So often we get home, we might not have eaten all day long. You eat a much bigger plate of food than your digestive system can cope with. And then you go to bed while your food is still being digested in in your digestive system. Um, And so that takes priority over other systems that need to heal and repair while we sleep. Um, So eating your food in the middle of the day allows for that food to be well digested, utilised, and then you go to bed, and your body can then just regenerate itself
1: and what about um less meats and maybe some more plant based is is that also part of it?
0: Yes, so they tend to have a higher plant and legume intake, um and they very seldom eat meat and um, so I read somewhere that it, you know they might only have meat once or twice a month, wow. um, but rather, their diets are made up of plenty of fresh vegetables, legumes. Um, you know, those kind of things rather than too much animal protein.
1: And if you've just joined us, I'm speaking to Wendy. We're chatting about uh, the studies about communities uh, in five different areas in the world that are known as blue zones where certain lifestyle factors are key to longevity and where people are living to be 100 years plus. And we're working through this list here. Uh, what do they drink, Wendy?
0: So they do enjoy their wine, mm-hmm. and um, they do, but they don't drink it in... Um, then uh, excess mm. they have it in moderation, and it 's always within a social context, so it 's normally part of a meal and You see not even um, just in these blue zones, but if you look in certain communities in France and Italy, all these people that have these very social meal get gatherings. Mm tend to live healthier, longer lives as well. And so the alcohol is, um, is not so much of an issue because it's taken with the meal, it's taken in moderation and it's enjoyed slowly over a long period of time. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we touched on, on de-stressing and managing stress and, and having a purpose and the psychological ish, uh, side of things. But, but there's also a spirituality here as well that forms a very, very uh, strong part in, in, in longevity.
0: Yes, so that's vital for longevity. Having faith or being part of a faith community um, can play a very big role in how we age and how our bodies age. Um, And so, again, as I said earlier, there is much more than just a physical aspect to our Our well-being. We really do need to take care of our environmental health, our um, emotional health, our spiritual health. You know, uh, our social health. So there's there's several factors that consider that um, contribute to Mm -hmm. our well-being.
1: We're working through this list uh, speedily here this morning. Are Are there any others in the list?
0: Yes, so we would have um, strong family connections and um, they have a sense of belonging. So again, this is the social aspect and again, more an emotional, spiritual aspect. So several generations of families often live together. So they have these communities um, and they live in close proximity, um, you know, similar to what we understand from biblical times. And, And they maintain these close family relationships, which can be very beneficial then for their quality of life. So they're not living in isolation as so many of us tend to do today. They have that very strong sense of community.
1: When we look at this and how this is juxtaposed to how we choose to live our lives, this, this seems like an ideal, but I think many listening say, oh, well, that's not possible. You know, This is how we have to work. This is how we have to live. This is just the way things are. How, how do we do things differently? Maybe this is such an ideal so far away from our reality, but how do we start to implement at least some of this?
0: You know, I think it's little changes. Um, I think it's taking that time to connect with family. It's taking that time to sit down and think, what is your purpose? Um, it's taking the time to think, all right, so my day looks like this. This is my type of work. Mm. How can I change that, that I'm not sitting all day? Perhaps I need a standing desk. Yeah. Perhaps I need a little alarm on my phone that says, it's time to get up and walk around. Um or maybe when you go and have your, your coffee, you don't take your coffee straight back to your desk. You maybe go and you stand outside um, in the sun and you look at uh, and you appreciate nature um, for a few minutes. You know, we all can spare a few minutes. It's, it's just those little, little changes that we make throughout the day. It doesn't have to be a radical mm. um, change or an adjustment. It's something that we can do and we can figure out what can work for our lives and our lifestyles and the type of work that we're doing.
1: Before I greet Wendy, if, you, if there's something you'd like to find out more about, it's uh, talking about the blue zones or five different areas in the world known as the blue zones, which show that lifestyle factors are key to longevity. We've had the conversation this morning. Maybe it's something you'd like to consider and even sit down as a family and say, what can we do here uh, to, to serve ourselves and each other well? Wendy, thank you so much for this. I found that fascinating, and I'm sure our listeners did as well. There will be a podcast available for that a little bit later on today, so you can go and check it out on kpooper.co.za. Big thanks to you, Wendy.
0: Thanks, Brad. Have a wonderful Thursday. Irie and was on your gebruk met die complimente van Radio Kaapse Kansel 729 AM. Besoek ons gerus by www.kaippulpit.co.za.